But wait, don't go! Welcome to the Eagle and Wolf podcast. The Eagle and Wolf podcast is a fan podcast dedicated to casual, in-depth discussions about Resident Evil and other survival horror games. I'm your host, Eagle. And I'm your co-host, Wolf, uh, also known as Bone King. Welcome to the show, everybody. And I want to give a giant, big uh, welcome to the world of survival horror. The Broken to Shotgun. To our good friend, Cardo, a.k.a. Broken Shotgun. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. I'll, uh, I'll take my place in that room, and I'll sit down for you so you can take the real shotgun. It's a very important <laughs> item. Un, un, uh, you know what? For Chris Runs... The broken shock is the most important key item. For for Jill, it's not. I know. I was gonna say we we right. I have a nice big burly man who saves me. I don't necessarily need you. I have all Chris runs. That's like clutch. But, you see that broken shotgun? You're set for the rest of the game. If oh, you haven't died by then, you're you know, so set. He carries his own weight, and by that I mean the weight of the roof before it <laughs> collapses on you. But uh, yes, welcome to the show. Uh, by the way, Eagle, do you want to go ahead and let our lovely audience know what show we're doing today? We are doing a bio bestiary on Resident Evil Remake One. We've got uh, we're jonesing for remakes right now. We got Resident Evil Four Remake just came out, so we figured, fuck it. I mean, are we the only ones? It, remakes are just all over the place now. I would almost say, like, I'm not as excited if we were going to do more Resident Evil remakes. But, hey, this is definitely where we are. Truth be told, uh, while Broken Shotgun and I, before the show, we were having our coffee, we had an argument over the PS2 versus GameCube. And we didn't oh, even wow. bring it up until I said, oh, no, the GameCube wins. It had Resident Evil remake. Right. Which is yeah, I mean, uh, if we're talking about Resident Evil One remake and Zero, but Resident Evil Four, the PS2 version, yeah, you got separate ways, but there were some graphical, you know, trade-offs there. Yeah, no, I'm just saying the GameCube won in that. The GameCube was like yeah. the home of Capcom for that generation, and it had some fucking was bangers. It Capcom Six or something like that. Yeah, you got yourself your Killer Seven, your Beautiful Joe, Piano Three. Uh, Twin I'm Snakes. sure Killer Seven. No, that's yeah, Konami. That's Konami. I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah, Twin Snakes. I mean, the GameCube was like the home of remakes for a little bit. Yeah. Broken Shotgun is our our resident Nintendo uh, expert, and you know, Resident Evil One remake is just such a strong showing on the you know Vidya Cube yeah. that uh, we thought we had a really good expert with us today. So I'm really thankful that we managed to get you. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, this is kind of like a weird year, I think for that because we Resident Evil 4 is the big hyped up horror game of the year last year you could make an argument it was Dead Space or I think last year was Dead Space remake but we're getting into remakes let's talk about where it all started that Spencer Mansion uh because I think that was the first successful remake in gaming and arguably, like, everyone says the best, you know, actually not even just successful, but like even fan favorite remake. A lot of people would say RE1 remake is up there. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's, you know, the answer for everyone, but it is always in the running. And I think it actually be really smart if we examine the enemies in this game and see what did they do? You know what I mean? Well, I'll, we'll be here. Let's go check out this blood. And I wonder if it's Chris's blood. Um, Better taste test it, Barry, to be sure. So we go, we're in the dining hall. Right. We go through that door. Mm -hmm. 
We turn to our left, and what do we see? Wait, 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 wait. wait. First of all, that yeah, dining you're hall very wrong. is epic, right? Okay, we're not, but this you show is into, about the monsters, not go, about the mansion. All right, right, right. I didn't even go into there. I went back to the door to go back to Wesker and get that bonus cutscene. Fuck right off. That, that's right. That's right. He's like, "What are you doing?" Blah blah blah. But those candles. Oh yeah, they really make that whole thing like right there by the fireplace. I've gone to sleep just chilling in that main hall. You yeah, know, because it's like it's soothing. There's that right. thunder. It's it's base. But what you nobody's don't know, gonna hurt you in there. Well, what you don't know, unless you open that door. There's a zombie. Right upstairs, too. What do you mean? Yeah, that's the thing that's kind of weird that there are two zombies on the floor above and it's a balcony. Right. You know what I mean? Where, okay, if you go up the stairs above the dining room, it's a balcony that you could look downward where you push the statue oh, to get the blue gem. Yep. Right. There's two zombies that are just walking around but are completely silent for the entirety of the intro cutscene. Oh, yeah. I was talking about main hall, but yeah, dining room. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Two or three zombies, depending on the difficulty, but yeah. And then later, you get fucking Forrest running around in the fucking grenade jacket. But that's later. We'll talk about him later. All in due time. All in due so time. So we turn left in the, after that dining hall, and we see our star's teammate, fucking Kenneth Sullivan, which you can see on YouTube, Bone King TV, a Kenneth you run. fucker. <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. I was like, do I plug this? Do I plug the one playthrough I did where I model swapped for Kenneth? Kenneth's Revenge? It was awesome. Yes, you do. Check it out. That's what I did. I plugged it. Um, <laughs> so, speaking of plugging, fucking the zombie's just eating away and it gives us the iconic turn with the ping. And what do you do here? I think we need to brass tacks it. This is our first zombie. Uh, George, uh, sorry. Wolf, what do you do? It's Bone King to yeah. Um, but okay, so this is actually really smart. I love how this game actually gives you a lot of different options to do. I mean, mainly it gives right, you and two. it doesn't tell you a fucking thing. There's no pop right. up that says run away. I mean, Sorry. I'm trying to think if you can even go to your, like, uh, a note, if you even have, like, a tutorial note, like Resident Evil 3 gives you. No. You know what I mean? I don't even think it does. One? No. It just, one no, remake? you're just in there. So, you got two options. You fight the zombie or you run. And I'm going to tell you, I usually run. Okay, you run away. Uh, broken shotgun. I think I walked back into the... The uh, dining room. Okay, but you're playing a Jill. Yeah, run, that's running right? away. Right. Yeah, because you only away. do Jill. Yeah. Right. Both of you only do Jill, right? Usually. I mean, I've done. Chris, it's not that obviously. I only do Jill. Right. I, but do, I do Chris's runs. It's just that I prefer Jill. Me right. Too. So both of you do Jill, and then you both go back, and then Barry, the big strong man, saves you, saves takes you. care of you. Right. Which one saves you on ammo? Yep. Two saves you on health. Yep. Awesome. Really good. I am a Chris main. So I use Kenneth's body and knife the zombie to death. You can't use Kenneth's body. Oh, that's right. No... That's right, because I confused it with Director's Cut, the OG one. You bitch. I'm like, there's no fucking uh, sorry, physics dude, on his body. Sorry. You, you walk right through that shit. You do. But, so, um... yeah, no, I run away too. Unfortunately, there's nothing to save me. I have to eventually deal well, with it. there's him. no benefit to actually fighting him, I feel. Because you fight him and then go back to the dining room to find him chasing you anyway. So, like, there's no real benefit Not to fighting that, him there. Not only that, if you do fight him and then he gets killed by Barry, the zombie will come back again. 
I think, if you do fight uh, him the first he's time. He's back in the other room, yeah. yeah. But fun little thing about that zombie in particular, if I might mention, like, you know how I mentioned before, you can go back to Wesker and he'll be like, see if you can find anything. And Barry will be like, lost your courage? If you do that twice and then go back to the dining room, the zombie will actually break into the dining room and then Barry will kill it there immediately. And you can go into the room where he, where Kenneth is being eaten alive, your, your team member, and half of his body is already eaten. So like, if you choose to run back to Wesker, he has more time to eat the corpse and eats it more of it to where you can't pick up the extra handgun bullets off of it. Which you don't get in the remake. You get that in director's cut. In remake, you get the Kenneth's tape. Well, they did a whole tape thing. It's it, it's chilling. It's chilling. It's a little late in the yeah, game. Where you can the first place you Notice up. how we both are like com- like mixing up. Yeah. Oh I yeah, think... we're supposed to be talking about remake, right? Right. I think I think the first time you pick up a clip is when you go into the bird room. Yeah, the bird room, stairs. which is a completely new room, uh, from okay. the OG to the okay. remake. Yeah, because there was no door there before. More often than not, it's better to just run away. I mean, especially in that scenario, because it's kind of more of like a scripted event, right? you know, where it's like, hey, you know, maybe not always fight. And then that's the, the answer there. But I mean, like we, we're talking about this scenario and not so much the zombies themselves. So let's go ahead and talk about what makes what are the differences between this zombie and then the original zombies? Do, I, do you have anything I off the top of your head? They take they give more damage. Like they, As, they like they deal more damage to you. They deal more damage. Yes, I feel mm, yeah. they're they're still squishy in the same regard, and you still you know depending on your run and depending on the character, you do get a better crit chance depending. Mm. Um, but the problem I have with zombies in this game in general is, dude, more often than not, you have to have the kerosene and lighter. Yes. Because if not, they evolve and become crimson heads. Yes. And that's one of the worst um, things. Like, I'd rather run away than deal with, I guess, two item slots. As a Chris, dude, that's six item slots. So that's now I'm down to four. Handgun, handgun ammo. That's down to two. Uh, a key item, one. So now health <sighs> item. Now I can't pick anything up. Right. Yeah, I mean, I see what you're talking about. And <laughs> Sorry. Then, like, <laughs> Sorry, I just... This is every time. Every time with Resident Evil 1. You know what I mean? Like, what? I have to, like, plan that out. <laughs> no, I mean, that's the best part about Resident Evil 1. It's all about planning. That's half of it. You know what I mean? And that's the thing, though, is, like, especially as Chris, where you have more health in the first place, I kind of find myself just not killing the main zombies more often than not. Because if you don't kill them, they don't turn. Right. And then you're dealing with just regular zombies even in the late game. Right. And if you are fucking returning back to the mansion after fucking uh, courtyard, the zombies are replaced with hunters anyway. Yeah, so, so it's a waste of ammo to kind of kill the zombies more often right. than not. So I think, right. I think you guys always approach this, and tell me if I'm wrong, as people who play the games a lot. Yeah, right. So you got to remember, sure. like, so the people who played it, for their first time, and in your first time as well, where you didn't know which ones would be, you know, worth the burning of the kerosene, right? Like you don't think oh. about it, but like the one that's like right outside the um, safe room the by sa- the stairs, by- you really yeah, need to get rid of playing, that. Playing, you don't know that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but like you need to like there's certain ones that you got to do, and then you get lucky with some crit hits, and then you get their heads. You know, 
that's also like the Bro, luck. But knowing you where you're going to go back and forth, because you know, if I would start kerosening the first time. I think I was kerosening people in the uh, in the area where you fight um, Lisa and everything. So burning the wrong people is, uh, you know, a very important thing that you must not do. Like right, I would correct. in the in the courtyard area because you don't really go back there. Just if like you're in wasting life. kerosene over there. So mm-hmm. I love, like you said, it's all planning. Yeah. Um, the more you play, obviously you get better at it. But the first time you play, it's you know you're taking risk all over the place. Yeah, you really don't know that the hunters are going to replace anything or if you're not going to go back in this room. But yeah, there's some rooms where you're like, there has just been one key item in here. Right. I probably am not coming back. Right. And then that's where you keep that in mind. But I think the game gives you enough kerosene to make a lot of it work. You it's could just, burn just about everything. It's yeah. just the thing that most people fucking hate about Resident Evil. Endless backtracking. Because you, ha- you have two charges with that fucking canteen. Then you have to refill it. And go back. And sometimes you'll have three, four zombies in a room. See, backtracking to me is part of the charm of that game. Right, but once <laughs> you've done it the first 10, 15 times, it loses its charm. No, but see, here's the thing, though, because this is going to be a great instance for me to bring in Code Veronica. So in uh. remake and in regular Resident Evil 1, the backtracking, yeah, there's a ton. But basically, you're going from east to west, east to west side of the mansion. You're going from left side of the mansion to the right side of the mansion each time. Code Veronica has you sticking to the same goddamn path in a spiral. So you're not even going from one place to another. It's an elevator that sometimes one floor is out and then sometimes there's a grate blocking the other one and it's just maddening. It That one feels <laughs> insane. Anyway, we're not talking about the enemies like we should be. <laughs> but, but, but Crimson um, Heads are terrible. Crimson Heads, yes. There are two Crimson Heads you have to deal with. And one's a boss. Right. Yes, El- so, Elder Crimson. So there's going to be a hallway. It's the one in the grave, right? Yes, yeah, where you have to use the masks. The, yeah. the mass of death. But the one I fucking hate the most is the armor key one. So mm-hmm. the, the hallway with the mirrors, and that's where you get the arrow to open the cemetery up. Right. So right there before you get the imitation, like right when you get the imitation of the key to go swap it out to get the armor key. That zombie, you have to obviously have gotten the fuel canteen and all that, and you would have already had it. But by the time you go to burn him, he's already Crimson Head. Well, he's he's the the game's introduction to Crimson Head. Right. So he's one that shows up, and it's funny that you say like he's he's necessary or mandatory. He, this guy eats my first self defense item, and I never see him again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, he's dead dog. when you walk up on him the first time. Yeah, he's dead. Yes. and you could just get the two but herbs when you're next go get the to key, him, he comes or up. the yeah. herb, depending on the difficulty, because sometimes there's just none. Right. Um, there's a nun. Yeah, like I think it was real survival. Is she religious. <laughs> so. <laughs> For me, there's like a good way to like bait the swipe that that Crimson Heads do. Mm-hmm. Crimson Heads are yes. so great and I love them. Right. I want them back. I don't know. Well, yeah. I don't know how, but it's such a good mechanic it should have been in more Resi games. I agree with that. You know, I I think I think unfortunately like most games franchises introduce a mechanic 
and then they never bring it up again. Pokemon. Um, <laughs> I think it's because well, enough people talk about Crimson Heads with enough reverence, like, oh, fuck, they're just so intense, that Capcom's just scared to do it well, again. Well, I mean, you know? all right. So, I mean, we could say for a bunch of the games, though, they changed from what they are. So the Crimson Heads are a thing because of the backtracking and of the constant doing that. But the Resident Evil games, you know, from four on, kind of changed from that where it wasn't yeah. as much backtracking it was kind of more linear but until, resident evil 4 does bio. do a great thing because the, the the zombie yeah, the, the, the monsters turn into something like right, right in front of you uh which right. i find great despite how bad which six is yeah. i do like the enemy variety in six but crimson head are s tier enemies yes yeah they're they're a very genius concept and i agree that they probably should have been in more stuff and they mainly show up in a lot of spin-off material more than anything yeah they were in operation but, raccoon um, city actually yeah and someone modded them back into the original trilogy so if you want to experience it in the originals they're there too i never thought i would um, be fawning over crimson heads being like man you know i miss those things like but bro they that's how really, really cool. you know? i love it. i love the challenge they bring it's so and and the thing is, is that they're not so bullshit either where they they're like insta kill you or, you know what I mean? Or they're stun not lock you. They're not hunters. <laughs> they're, they are just asshole zombies and that's really it. And, and one thing I wanted to mention before we move on from the zombies really fast, because I was talking about the differences between original zombies and the remake zombies. I feel like remake zombies have this weird focus on getting as close to you as possible even if it's not damage so for example when you shoot a zombie in a remake it'll take the hits it's still walking at you and then when it falls it won't do it like in the original where oh i'm falling where i am it'll do this thing where it like Falls forward, to, like tries to yeah, get a bite at your foot. Forward at your feet, but no, it doesn't actually bite you. Right. It's 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 falling down animation. You defeated it, but it falls so close to your feet after you kill it. It's genius how these things are reanimated to be as like I did I did it get away? Did it? Okay, cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> so a lot of thought. And I know we're talking about remake, but when you bring up OG, you gotta remember this was the first game to do this, and how it hit on so many things. With the zombies, the crimson heads, right, and everything like, you know, I'm not saying it was the first like horror game or anything like that, but it was the first of its kind, right? And just how epic that was, you know. We're about to get to, I'm sure, the dogs, Cerebrus, what, whatever. How do you say? Yeah, that? because we Cerebus. 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 Because we kind of wrapped up it's zombie crimson Cerebus. head and the boss. They're all the same. The boss is just right more hit points than a regular crimson head, but. With the with the crimson head, I feel shotgun run away. Uh, George, I think you said defense item. Yeah. Oh wow, we didn't even talk about like what to actually use. Yeah, standard zombie affair works here. Shotgun at close range for headshots for one hit. Crimson heads, use your self defense items and get the fuck out. Avoid it all costs. Usually, cost. what I do. You avoid yeah. it all costs. You just run. Kerosene. Oh, <laughs> kerosene. The right ones. You and then you kill the other one. You fucking Jill Mains crack me up. You got man. to, man. <laughs> Jill Mains for life. But, it, we handle two different ways, too. It's like it's not like, oh, Jill only has one solution here. Right. She could do a lot of things. Right. You know? She has more. That's the problem I have. I love her. It's you, Chris Mains, that, that crack me up. Because remember I said as well, like, 
shotgun at close range is a one-hit kill for zombies, and that doubles up as when they come back as crimson heads. Yeah. No head equals no crimson head. Right, yeah. So, you know, you could also go that route. It's just, really not that big of a deal. <laughs> like, I mean, no, they're not. In the grand scheme of things, like I said, you only have to deal with them technically twice. And one is you know. is is a forced boss battle, and at that point you should be all right. You should have the that shotgun. one kind of pisses me off because he doesn't operate like the other crimson heads. Like most other crimson heads do have that one hit headshot like thing when you're close enough. He he kind of has more if I can use a Dark Souls term poise uh, than the other zombies, so he could just take a lot more, which is really annoying. We, but he's not that bad. Should should we bring up the lore about the boss just really quick? Is that George Trevor? It is. Okay. I I don't know if the game the ever like outrightly building. said it. That that the the elder crimson head in the basement is George Trevor or not. Okay. Because uh, yeah, out- it's 100% confirmed. Cuz we know that George Trevor went crazy in the mansion that he made, which by the way, really <laughs> Really? You went crazy? Okay. He went crazy in the mansion here and then died somewhere, like, in the fucking walls. That was the original. And we just, and his family went off for testing, and that's all we ever got. Right. The remake brings that up, and now he is a boss, and Lisa Trevor is in here as well, which is his daughter. Exactly. So, like, I just wasn't sure if that was brought in there or not. So, we now are going to bring up Broken Shotgun's favorite, and also... Probably a great way to deal with it itself. The shotgun. Cerberus. Kerberus. So, <laughs> the very first thing is, the game starts in with the introduction of them, but it's through a cutscene. You Correct. can get them in the main hall. You get one if you open the door enough. The main door. Because one's going to yeah, come it's inside. A, it's a bonus dog. I actually think it's kind of funny too, because it's like, oh, you, that's like a, a very much a, right. a scream question. You know what I mean? Where where they're like, uh, fuck it. I'm, I know I'm losing you completely, but just be like, oh, what was the first enemy that Jill and Chris found in Resident Evil? Everyone's gonna say zombie. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's Jason Voorhees. I saw that movie a million fucking times. I was trying to remember the scream fucking quote, but you know oh, what I mean? Oh yeah. yeah. Who was the mother in Friday? Uh, who was the killer in Friday the Thirteenth? Oh, it's Jason. There you go. It's and Jason. You can do your own thing. Eh. So go ahead and call someone your your nearest Resident Evil fake fan. <laughs> so broken shotgun. <laughs> yeah, these are uh, fantastic enemies. The first how do you, time. I how do you deal, deal with them? Well, okay. So it depends on where I am. Ooh, um, the L hallway. That's right. the first jump scare. Right, exactly. So in the L hallway, I just run away from them because they're not going to catch you. Yeah. Right? But, you know, when you got to pick up the um, collar and everything like that, mm-hmm. oh. you know, you stand in a corner. Balcony, yeah. You stand in a corner and then you just unload as best you can if you have a shotgun by then, which I don't think you do. Maybe you do. You, you, you can. You can. You can, okay. But, um, you know, you just unload with your magnum and... You just point down. No, you don't have a magnum. You. I'm not a magnum. <laughs> I'm sorry. With your, magnum, your regular point. handgun. Yeah, and yeah. And you just go for it, right? You just point down and go. Not going to lie. And you got to time it well. That, that as a Chris main, because I know what he's talking about, that balcony, I just back up. And it's right by the herb yeah. thing, right? Yeah. yeah, they know. They know it's annoying. So they put a little herb garden right there. But you have such a higher chance if you just stand all the way in the back and have the most distance. And if you time that right. Right. You are blowing that dog's head off. Like, oh, yeah. easy, bro. And the second one, honestly, again, one bullet, run up, knife. That's how I would do it. 
Yeah, um, I was gonna say, like, I don't know if I'd waste a shotgun shell on, on Cerberus. I mainly use pistol, because right. if you time it, you can actually stun lock them. They're one of the very few enemies you can stun lock mm-hmm. before they can even start getting back right. up again. But when there's two of them, you gotta time your stun lock for both of them. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, and that's why there's an herb garden right there. And it's one of the few enemies that you, like, call to you. <laughs> that's true. I guess so. That Summoning. Well... You do summon the zombie in the fucking closet, so I mean, technically, that's a one other one. No, that's a jump summon. scare. I wouldn't say you summon it. You're hey, just he reading doesn't come the book. out until you read the book. Yeah, he, just, he doesn't come out until you read it. For itchy, tasty. There you go. That's right. Did you ever see Welcome to Raccoon City? No. It's a, it's a bad movie. I'm sure it is. But I liked it. I'm sure. You know all that setup on how the guard wrote all. No, no, the zombie just wrote it with blood. Rest in peace, Lance Riddick, right? Yeah, bro. No, he was in the No, but show. still, though. <laughs> bro, he was carried No, back. never mind what he, he just said. He fucking... No, no take it back. <laughs> he fucking carried the show. Even, even, oh, he did. Even Wolf agreed. No, when you were talking... I, I will when, also like to give props to What's-Her-Face, who played um, James Marcus's daughter. She was great. That, uh, that oh. sketch you sent kills Toys are me. Yeah. Anyway, um, anyway, RIP. back to remake one. Yes. Cerberus is, this is, yeah, I yeah, think it, they're a fairly easy enemy to deal with. I think they're easier than the zombie, to be honest, but they're quick. They, they can't get And annoying. that's what, yeah. and yeah. that's what, yeah, they all have quick attack. Right. And that's, in that game, you have the tank controls. So you feel already, you know, constricted yeah. as it is. So, it's always them. a hallway with them. It's always like straight and narrow. Well, yeah, cutting. because they need to give them room to run. Yeah. That's the thing. They can't put them in a small room like that. Um, But yeah, like you would have to, I feel you would have to try to die to a Cerberus. Same, oh, I've died to a Cerberus. Same with this next one, a crow. Right. Or just a pack of crows. Another annoying, A murder. But just annoying. Annoying mm-hmm. little yeah it's just waste ammo on sometimes and it's they're just like button mashing catalysts they they right. just as soon as they come in one of them is gonna catch you and they you do gotta, their point they do uh, they do what they're supposed to do though they're supposed to annoy you and peck you i'll be honest crows i completely run away from i don't even waste some yeah i just they're run. almost never worth killing well, there's, like there's the never ones. a room where they stop you i like the ones where you walk up the stairs in the very beginning oh they're just hanging out they're, they're just watching out. You. they're just chilling yeah, but they're watching you. They just, they're watching you. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they want to fuck with you. Not yet. No. Sorry. Can what we about curse? the? There's yeah, the birds we can fuck in the. Curse. Okay. There's the Watch the, the birds mouth. in the art gallery. Yo, fuckheads! The birds in the art gallery—they <laughs> just chill and watch you too. Right. While you yeah, solve the I art like puzzle. those the most. Mm-hmm. Also, the art gallery is so underrated. As that shit's beautiful. Right. I I never under really. St- Stood under really, uh, yeah. Um, That's the a word. fucking art gallery under really stood, yeah. Fucking the birds there because they there's a weird factoid when you go in that room. I forget how to get it, but it's something about hearing a humming as if something electric is in that room. So is that supposed to imply that like the birds are attracted to the bar or the bar will zap them if you know you get it wrong supposedly the, the like, what, that tra- that it zaps them supposedly okay i remember reading go. that about things. the og that that's what triggers the when you fail the puzzle right okay cool so that it's it's the thing to tell you you fucked up and not some sort of mystical magnetizing no, electricness no. yes okay uh, and i got a question for our last two enemies these are 
Uh-huh. These would be special enemies. Um, they don't get bitten and turn into anything. They bite other things and then turn into zombie crows, right? Yeah. Or zombie crows uh, eat infected. They feast on inf- Yeah. In- and then so do the uh, the dogs. Yeah. The dogs. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, the dogs actually did have they experiments on them. No, oh, experiments. Okay. Oh, okay. oh, just like the hunter and the yawns. So at the end, you get a slideshow of all the different projects That's of the right. ones that were officially injected with shit. And Neptune, one of them is the dogs. Hunter, Neptune's in there. Servers. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Zombie's not even there. Guess we're Zombie's move. not a, a project. <laughs> that was a, a fucking unintended side effect. Mm. I guess we can move on. Yeah, uh, just moving on, just like we move on from the fountain plant. You don't even fight this shit. Right. I just, it's a puzzle. It's not even worth mentioning, I feel. It's the pesticide one? Yeah, yeah, you put it in there and you choose that. I have never met anybody who willingly destroyed green herbs, but... Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing. That, That little slider or whatever isn't in the original. So I just see someone who played the original going, huh, what does this one do? And then going, ah, what the fuck? It's it's a weird thing just to fuck over someone who wants to try a different thing. I don't know. I guess you could um, willingly make it harder on yourself. I want to try it. It's Nuzlocke, the Resident Evil Nuzlocke. edition. They should. Um, and one thing I want to say really quick before we move on, because Fountain Plant, that's really all we can say about that. But, uh, is Fountain Plant Plant 42 actually? Is that like supposed to be some offshoot? I don't 42? know. They, they I don't have never, I have never read any file talking about fountain plant. Because like you needed that whole plant forty two nonsense to make the plant stuff happen. Why is this plant also infected? Like, yeah, why? and they're in both different houses. Yeah, but anyway, I wanted to go back and just mention really quick about the crow. It's very strange, but the crow kind of became one of the mascots for the series. You can notice that crows are used very predominantly in a lot of the advertising, especially for the originals. It's like, you look at the 25th anniversary logos, they use crows. It's just kind of a an aesthetic thing. If you look at the fucking Resident Evil 1 booklet, the Japanese one, of course I have, it has a crow on it. it oh yeah, let me go it's grab a mine. Weird fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I, go ahead. I'm just saying, like, it's weird how they became like Bro, a random I just mascot. Need, I need him to wear glasses one day so he could go, you know, and then Japanese. <laughs> it is cool. And, you know, I would have thought the Zombie. dogs, the dogs and the, yeah. and the crows would be in mostly everything. But, not the dogs are not, not in everything. I mean, I I honestly thought it would be a zombie that would be used more in advertising than fucking crows. They're in two, though, right? Huh? They're in two, though, right? The dogs, crows, yeah, yeah. Dogs are in two. Oh, dogs are in two. Yeah, Yeah. three. They're all they're all in all of them. I'm just saying, like, if you look at some of the key art, you'll notice that they like to prioritize the crows. And what? In six. I dude, we're not talking about the action. Yes. Either way, uh, I just wanted to mention that because they got a little bit more famous because they're just a reoccurring thing. Right, anyway, but, but zombie is number one because he gets it zombie everything. is the most famous. Yes. All right. He's, well, well, they're not in uh, Red Dead <laughs> Evil Five and uh, okay. Evil anyway, Gosh. speaking of zombies, yes. we get we get a name zombie on this one. Mm-hmm. We get Forest. Oh God, mm. it's Forest. <laughs> I I have the hardest time getting that cutscene to happen in the original. It doesn't happen in the remake, which is what we're talking about. It's <laughs> so there's so uh, Forest Spire is the one where you get the grenade launcher. Okay, but Barry's there. He's your yeah. 
So how does it work with Jill means? How do you activate him? Because Barry's there if you want him to be there, right? What do you mean, Barry? I don't think he's there in the remake. I think that's only a scene that happens in the original where you can no, get Barry. No, he's there in the remake. There's a, there's a cutscene of him in the remake. Yeah. Then I don't get him in the remake either. What the fuck am I missing to get Barry in that cutscene? Do you do the acid rounds cutscene? Yes. Oh, is that why? Oh. Yeah, it's either or. Okay. So so as a Jill main, if you don't get the acid round cutscene where Barry just gives you acid rounds, which is funny to me that they're somewhere in the fucking mansions. Grenade round. Um, but fucking Barry will let you just completely skip a f- the forest fight. And he just, oh, yeah, it's forest. I can't believe it. And you just pick up everything and then leave. Because uh, Resident Evil 1, and I guess by extension Remake, is really cool in the sense that there's like alternate cutscenes for just random things in the game. There's just so many alternate paths that you don't even realize are there half the time. So. I- I don't remember him. I remember getting the, the grenade, grenade launcher him. outside on the yeah he's on the balcony yeah, yeah he's, he's the on, corpse he, holding it yeah he's the guy holding the grenade launcher oh and then and if did you, you go, not go to the back yeah oh, there's yeah, herbs sorry. in the back <laughs> yeah okay 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 and okay, that's okay. what triggers him with Chris when, okay. when you go there and Jill too oh I remember uh, now. Jill too I remember Jill now. too and then you bro he takes so much damage he oh takes, he does I wouldn't notice. Bro, how do you get out of the fucking hallway? <laughs> you you bro, have you to take a bite. Like, you act like I'm not a protagonist who can get bit once and move the fuck on and be fine. Well, he's pretty big because he has a grenade launcher, so it's a pretty big deal. That would be intense. Well, actually, in the bonus game mode, we might as well just mention it now because we're not going to just mention it at the end. But this zombie, Forrest Sp- Spire, Spayer, um, if you beat the game, I guess with a certain time or whatever, you unlock one dangerous zombie mode. And this motherfucker will follow you throughout the mansion wearing a vest full of grenades. Yep. And if you shoot him, it blows up the whole mansion game over. You auto-die. Wow. That's fun. So, nah, yeah. By the way, you can't turn it off. Right. It's in every replay of that save file. So every mode. Real survival. Invisible enemy. Yeah, right. So he, here's the solution to this, by the way. PSA for everyone who owns Remake and doesn't want to do this every time they start a new game. Have a Jill save, have a Chris save. Don't do both on one save because that's what does it. Well, I don't mind doing it all on one save. Well, there you go. I don't well, mind. I, fuck me. that. I don't like Forest Buyer. Fuck that. Man. I love I didn't it. do it once, never again. I hate it. But he only stays in the dining room balcony. You just run away. I don't care. I'd rather have more fun with invisible enemy mode. I that fucking, was fucking no, crazy. Fuck you. fuck you. No way. It was, no, but that was genius because it was like, dude, not only are they invisible, but they have reflections and you can see their breath. So it wasn't really like you couldn't use context. It was great. It was mm. fucking great. Anyway. So. Okay. So we're here with Forrest. What do you do, Ricky? Do you kill him? Yeah. You just blast Because well, I didn't know if I... No, this, if I'm talking about just the first time in the game, yeah, I killed him. <laughs> right. I didn't know that I was not going to come back here. But you can run away, right? Yeah, you can run away. Yeah. yeah he will. takes like a full clip from the handgun, I think. Or one shotgun shell. Or one <laughs> shotgun shell. Yeah. I'm very stingy with my shotgun shells. Uh, not yeah. so much with the handgun, because I saved that for the bosses, because 
Now, we, we are talking about the differences between Jill and Chris, and that is a big one. Like, yeah. shotgun for me is usually for zombies and hunters, and then fucking grenade launcher is for, for anything bigger Chris, than that. Chris, it's literally everything but common, you know? For spiders, mm-hmm. for bosses, for sub-bosses, for Lisa, the shotgun is all I have. Because it's either that or the magnum, and you don't get the magnum until the fucking three-fourths of the game. Yeah. The shotgun is such a bro. Like, in every game, you could always depend on the shotgun. For sure. Like, I don't know. Speaking anyway. of always counting on the shotgun, we're talking about the first boss, baby. Yum. Oh, fuck. We got our shield key. We're going to the fucking attic. Yeah. So, this big fucker shows up. Now, I'm an idiot. I always think I can fight him. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I always think I have to fight him, but I think I saw one of your runs where you completely ran around him, got the key yes. item, and left. And Correct. I'm like, that's... Why didn't I think of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could completely skip the first yawn fight, and right. you didn't I'll even get you. bit. I remember you not but even getting bit. That's the thing. But notice in that stream, I was also like, oh, fuck yeah, I didn't get bit either. Because yeah. you could get so easy to get bit and then have to do the whole fucking give me theorem part, Ugh. which is whatever. But I mean, like, it tacks on a few extra minutes. And I usually don't even care if I have to go get the serum. So, like, I just I mean, go and it get lets, the key It item. lets us play with one of the best girls that nobody talks about, Rebecca. Yeah, and that's why in Jill's campaign, they let you play as bit. Oh. So we got Lisa Trevor right after Yawn just showing up out of fucking nowhere. Just kidding, bitch. Here's Yawn phase two. You ain't going in that hole. Talk. Wait, no, it's the remake. You're not going up that ladder. No, you're facing me again. Just kidding. What? You're going to run around this library fucking Oh, we're going to cover both Yawn fights tail? at the same time? Well, bitch, we, I mean, we're on Yawn. We might as well. And all he does is just show up a second time. To which he becomes easier. You could Good actually, you could actually just kill him with a handgun. You can kill him with a knife. Wow, for someone who's it's as big the on the knife as I am, I'm gonna try that. I never thought of that because well, I have so much he, handgun ammo at that point that I'm just like I'm liberal with it. I'm spraying and praying. There's a big bookcase if like and yeah in like the a, middle like, and you just yeah which, and you just loop around it. Which by the way. Holds one of our meda- one of our medals. I think it's Oh yeah, I think it's me. Yeah, I think it's Wolf. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm there actually. Uh but yeah, man. Yon's a too. pretty easy guy to deal with. But he's scary. He, the he first scary. time you see him, he's very scary. Yeah. The first time he's dangerous too. Way more dangerous than the second. He's so fucking big. That's our first big boss. Like, and creature. if you get bitten, you have to go and go get healed. Yeah. Thankfully and- not the second time, weirdly enough. Yeah, he lost all his venom, I guess, in the first fight. I don't know. But I like he that. He wasted it on Richard and you. <laughs> it sucks because you're like, oh, I got to get to the other side of the mansion. Now. Yeah. You know, it gives you... it's Or it's like, you get Barry to carry you there. So it's a little like... <laughs> See, that's the thing. Yeah. Gives you a little present to leave. I like that. Yeah. He's a good character. And then even I mean, after you Barry's get poisoned, you have to then go back to that side of the mansion to go to the go- the fucking garden. Right. Um... So yeah, fuck you, Yon. I fucking I love Yon, but I also hate Yon. He's not my favorite boss in this game. Actually, my favorite no. boss is Black Tiger. Interesting. Fucking okay. 
went from like someone who's, yeah, he's kind of formidable and he's got his own things, but he works to someone who's just literally a fucking cakewalk. But okay, we'll get there when we get there. No, um, I like his presentation. Jan's a cakewalk too. I mean, we've all played the game hundreds of times. Like we all no, know what even to do. on even on replays, this fucker can get you stuck in a corner and just fucking stun lock you. He's an asshole. Um, but either way, we can move on to the headliner, biggest change and most talked about um, improvement. I would even say from the original, and it gave Lisa us our, it gave us the trend of remake pursuer character. What do you mean remake pursuer character? Well, remake one has Lisa Trevor. Resident uh-huh. Evil two, in order to get Mister X as your pursuer. And who shows up way more than William, you have to play it on B scenario in the OG. Sure. And then three, we have Nemesis. But I feel with Nemesis, he was like the first true right out of the gate uh, pursuer character. I feel Lisa is often forgotten about. I want her talked about more, actually. Yeah. Because a lot of people talk about Mr. X. A lot of people talk about Nemesis. And I love Nemesis. Nemi's my boy. Especially when this motherfucker beats the shit out of me in Marvel with fucking Nemi with that fuck you, George. Anyway, I'm not better. <laughs> hey, he's a mainstay, all right? He's the anchor I hate of my him. team. Um, but <laughs> but I just want to say, book? is is he truly, or is uh, is she, is Lisa truly a pursuer? I mean, yeah. She on follows paper, you. She, in one room. Mm, the cabin but the, also the outside of the cabin she follows you in that forest okay so two rooms so the forest and, and then the, the caverns cave, right? down oh, the below. cave yeah, yeah and the caves so she's she's got two places where she she never goes in the mansion which i really feel like is a wasted opportunity that'd be great if she did well she technically um, did in umbrella chronicles fighting wesker well that was a whole bonus campaign where wesker used his matrix powers to stop her but we're not I will getting say into this, that now that that should have been canon I hope it, it, it is. Oh, okay, good. But it should have been included in the remake. I don't know about that part, but it definitely is canon. Um, the one thing I definitely want to talk about with Lisa Trevor, like, yeah, you brought up earlier, like, we should talk about her more as a pursuer, and I agree with that, but she's definitely not the first. I mean, the first is Mr. X because he was a prototype for Nemesis, even within the story's narrative. No, too, the first kind of is William Birkin. Cause your va- uh, your vanilla playthrough is William. You don't but get he, it. But he doesn't pursue. He he's literally boss stages. Like could Mr. you make X that argument for Lisa? Could you make that argument for Lisa that she's also just a boss? Then that's what I was saying earlier. Is she truly a pursuer? She's yeah, really only active. Fuck. But no, she actually do ha- do. She actually do have a boss stage with Wesker. Remember in the- Wesker or Barry. Or Barry, yeah, which is which is ooh, monstrous. I want to ask you guys: Do you give the revolver back? Oh yeah, what do you think? I don't kill her. You what? don't kill Lisa. Wait, wait, wait. No, you. No, There's no, a boss fight I, where you have to she, fight her. Right, right, right. But she ends up killing herself. Yeah, you could correct. do that. You could do that. That's a one way to to that's end. No, that's how she does it. No, you no, could no also shoot her do. off. Even if you do enough damage, she grabs the skull and jumps off. Oh, she does? Okay. No, there is a way that while she falls off the cliff, you could just shoot her from while she's hanging on and she just falls to her death. Yeah, you can do it again. that way. There's a hanging on animation? I didn't yeah. even get that. 
okay. See what I mean? This game just has all sorts of shit that you just. Well, she's one of the best characters. I mean, okay, so let's talk about her. Like, yeah, you get to read a lot about her. You sympathize super with her. Mm. You know, and like you said, like you don't want to do what you have to do to her. Right. I was gonna say because I was mentioning it before we were we were recording the show. I'm like, I have a whole fucking thing about how Lisa Trevor does sympathy, which. It, I'm sorry just to cut off, but I had this giant stink because, like, this happens with every major, like, monster in video games. You got Nemesis, Pyramid Head. They all suffer the same thing that ends up happening here. With Nemesis, it ends up in the movie where, oh, the monster has to befriend the main character, and that's how we sympathize. Oh, no, we want to sympathize with them, and eventually they turn sides. No, this is Resident Evil Apocalypse. This is literally No, but I mean your point about Lisa, what they did to welcome Raccoon City with her. Oh, I I actually wasn't even going to go there, but yeah, they actually did that to her. We'll get, oh my God, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Anyway, Nemesis, it happens to Nemesis where, oh, he's fighting with the good guys now that he's turned. (laughs) Happened with Pyramid Head in the stupid Silent Hill Revelations 3D. Now he's Cheryl's protector. Happens all the time. And that's their method of making you sympathize with them. Oh, they're good now. But Lisa, Lisa is sympathetic without turning good. She is still a monster at the end of the day because of what Umbrella did to her. And it's not like, oh, you flipped a switch and now she's a good guy. No, she is sympathetic because you feel bad for what happened to her and you don't want to do it to her. But she's still a threat and remains so to the end, keeping her as a fucking monster for fuck's sake. I will say... um, when it comes to the movies, which we will have to cover eventually, don't we? Uh, hmm. The movies. Apocalypse is like three fourths of a good movie because I hate the ending where Nemesis turns into, you know, not Nemesis. Not yeah. Nemesis. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert for the cinematic masterpiece of Resident Evil Apocalypse. Oh, spoiler. Mila does all the action. God, that's a spoiler what you call for all it? six movies. I love what he what he references it. He calls it like uh, Anderson fan fiction. Paul W S Anderson fan fiction about his wife. Yeah, just literally it's, it's, anything it, he wants to do. I have never heard it. I've never heard something so true said so easily. Uh, but yeah, Lisa Trevor. I think I she's brought a tear to my eye with her story, and yeah. I always have a lot of sympathy for the character. I. I think that's probably why you and I are, I think, at odds when it comes to Welcome to Raccoon City and her portrayal in that. I just literally explained. Yes, I understand. Like, because that's the thing at odds here, though, is like there was no reason. But she's a child. This is, she has like the mind of a five-year-old. Right. But the reason why it's a sad story is because they turned her into a monster and you can't have your cake and eat it too. She can't be a monster that's terrifying and be sad about that and also still be a good little girl the whole time. You pick one. Like, I, don't, I, don't I don't know. know. I kind of like Claire having plot armor. Let me have, you know, for once. Pl- Claire, or Claire, oh my God. Claire has so much plot armor for multiple games. Forget it. Okay. So she has enough. It's okay. fine. It's never enough. I'm just saying, and by the way, we didn't even say what Lisa Trevor is. 
like in terms of like there's a big aspect of her that we're not even talking about is yes she's George Trevor's daughter that was separated from her mom and she was injected with the the virus and it adapted with her so hard that like she became invulnerable and but her mind started degrading so she started ripping off faces of female researchers because they reminded her of her mom right and she just stuck it onto her face and that's why she's a mass of faces yeah and there is some pretty cool imagery i think one of the best ones i this is probably the portrayal you like best the the netflix show where she, where wesker like captured her or whatever well because they well, just she's maintained it too in the yeah. game huh? like she's bind yeah. her hands are binded yeah i mean that's a, that's that's a stop her from fucking <laughs> no i know but i mean that's a huge thing yeah right? she's a, she's always restrained cuz she was a prisoner that's the idea right even within the character design she was a fucking crazy tentacle beast but then the internet has proven me that that would come on bro rule 34 i don't even want to even wow but now we move on to uh if for those who've been listening since the christmas episode this is one of the gifts that uh the bone king gave to me a box of adders which are just the baby yawns that you just run away from in the garden. That's it. To be fair. You don't was, even shoot was, them. It was snakes and spiders. So it was adders and the smaller web spinners because right. I, I dubbed them the most ineffective enemies in the entire franchise. <laughs> their, their purpose is just to poison you, really, and right. that's kind of it. But I have yet to see anyone actually die to an adder. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, 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 don't, I don't think it's possible. You would really have to. It try. has to be. It does damage. I just don't know how long you'd have to wait. Like, or you could just put on the trainer, put your HP at one, and see what happens. I mean, then yeah. I mean, I can't imagine it has like some crazy death animation that just no one has ever seen or some shit. All right, so we move on from matter to another completely skippable enemy: the fucking wasps. Right. Which I thought mm. were just bees. Well, invulnerable until you get the spray. Well, they're not invulnerable. You they can kill each one respawn. individually. They just oh, endlessly can? respawn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Infinite. Yeah. Then even worse. But see, that's <laughs> but then the you have I an infinite like... ammo samurai edge. You could just shoot for days. But then, yeah, you have the fucking infinite ammo samurai edge. But that's the thing that I find really weird about the wasps in remake. Because in the original, it's like, yeah, they're just a constant thing you have to deal with in the in the guardhouse. In the remake, you you just find insecticide like as a spray. And you take down the nest, and they're they they're just gone. You There's never deal the with wall, them again. Right? There's a yeah. hole in the wall. You know? Yeah, yeah, you from the other side. In the hole in the wall. It. It's so weird that they introduce an enemy and then give you a solution to never see it again within the next five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, speaking of enemies, we don't see after five minutes. Uh, Neptune. <laughs> oh yeah. But when did you never forget? No, that's fucking Jaws. Right. The, it's deep bro, blue sea. Okay. Jaws. I really got to bring this up again. Sorry. But the Chris run, seeing Richard die like that always fucks me up. I think you can get it as Jill too. No, he always dies against Yon with Jill. He never gets out of the mansion. Right. With Chris, oh. he actually gets... Uh, he survives because he gets to the medical room and Rebecca takes care of him. 
I completely forgot about that. I know, that's I why I'm I do know here. Richard can die there. <laughs> I know Richard dies there. I just thought I could get it as Jill too, but no. I guess not. Yeah. Um, I, you know. And that's how, you, that's when you get the assault shotgun for Chris. That's when. Jill gets yeah, it right out. in the fucking attic, right before the, right before the garden. Gets the assault well, shotgun. Chris, I have to wait all the way to the fucking aqua ring. Um, he also has a really cool death animation for the shark. It basically becomes a POV where he eats you. Right. Kinda. Like in one bite, he fucking eats you. But you have to yeah. wait there. Also, it has baby sharks that are just trying to take a bite out of you too. Uh, you never, puzzle. you never really kill him. Uh, you personally, like with bullets or anything, he's a set boss, right? Right. The set piece boss. And that's one thing I would definitely say the remake kind of added from the original. I do like how in the original, they're just in the water. They're just there as enemies and you have to deal with that. But in the remake, the way that just the, the, the lab is so much darker and, and the grimier. way the water plays off of everything sure. and the lighting and it really makes the shark dripping. a lot scarier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it gives you the whole like Jaws thing where it's like the less you see it, the scarier it is. Right. So you know it's going to come out of anywhere. Plus, I learned from playing the randomizer that you can actually miss the first insta kill, but you have to walk back and you'll it'll get you with the second one. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking sucks. Um, yeah. So from one set piece boss to another set piece boss. Plant 42. But this one has a... Uh, I mean, Plant 42, yeah, it's a set... Well, no, 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 okay. It's not he necessarily is, a set piece. Set. He, is, he is the set, plus he has a puzzle before you can even do. So he's like a puzzle boss on top of it. Yeah, if you do Vigil. And all that. Yeah. Yeah. Which, bro, Vigil is such a cop-out. That shit weakens Plant 42 like nobody's business. Well, I mean, that's what it says on the note. I'm actually right. surprised it's still standing because the note fucking says it should be inactive. Like, it should be shriveling up. But no, I still have to finish it off. Okay. Cool, well, in thanks. the original, you get that. If 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 I think it's Jill, if you do it a certain way, you just walk in and it shrivels up immediately. No, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it, it's yeah. easy. Don't get me wrong. It's like two fucking pistol bullets. But no, you have to finish it. No, if I remember, I'm trying to remember. It's been a minute since I've done a Jill run in original. But in the remake, there's actually a little bit of a bonus. And actually, I think it's in the original <laughs> as well, where you just get Barry coming in with a flamethrower. You get that in the <laughs> original too, yeah. And he just too, takes yeah. care of it for you. That might be what you're talking about, where you just walk in yeah, because maybe. Barry finishes it for you, not even you. There you go. Good old fucking Barry. So strategies for dealing with Plant 42, assuming you didn't do V-Jolt or something. You just unload as much as you can. You got to go You gotta go up to the second floor and you got to yeah. shoot with the shotgun. You can't be on the ground floor. It's terrible. Really? You, you go with a shotgun at that range? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I actually find it really easy to just oh, go to I'm each sorry. corner. Um, oh. So Chris has this animation when he deals with bosses. Which is he puts the shotgun to his shoulder, so it increases the range. What? I didn't know about that. What? You're welcome. He okay. only does it with bosses. That's very bizarre. Because wow. with Jill, you just go from each corner of the map. Yeah, she's always blasting pistol. from her hip, which is well, what Chris does too. 
But during bosses, he takes it up to fire and range because, according to his lore, he's an expert marksman. I, it's just weird because with Jill, I would never use the shotgun. I, have fucking, I, just... I need my own. <laughs> oh, well, according to the lore, you know, Chris Renfield. <laughs> well, you ha- I got you the novels. You're getting there. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, and I mean, Chris but, uh, is my boy. I love Chris. I love the Redfields. Um, he also spits acid at you from the roof. Not Chris, but uh, <laughs> Plant 42. I was like, when did Chris develop that technique? <laughs> um, it's all part of my BSA training. So up next is a very familiar face uh, to me, though it is changed many times through the Greek alphabet. Um, this is, again, the original Hunter. And boy... Boy, does it still suck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is like... Man, just the scales, all of that. You see the the claws are, like, really huge in this. And I the mean, scale, like, the size. Yeah. Wanna, uh, wanna? They're, like, taller than Jill. Oh, they're yeah. huge, yeah. And they're, like, bent over, right? Yeah, they're, mm-hmm. like, hunched over. So, first things first... You you would you wish you could run, but they're faster, so running's out. Yes, that's that's why my strategy is usually thrown out the window at these fuckheads. Yes, right, just right off the get, you you have to fight them realistically. Um, you could obviously dodge. There's some that you can. The the second floor dining room hall, you could evade that hunter pretty well, because you have a lot of advantage there. Uh, but still. There's some where the hunters are just, it's you and them in a hallway. Good luck. Godspeed. Uh, That's and, the thing then, too, man. Cause it's like with, with crimson heads, you could just like prepare for their arrival. Hunters, they're there. you got to deal with them. Yeah. There's no real setup they for open them. Doors. They're there. They open doors. They fucking are the fastest in the game. They're the fastest creatures in the game. To the point where they stun lock you. And I don't think that's like intentional. Like, they have I don't a one know. to kill. They do have With a caution one to kill. Yeah. Yeah. So you need shotgun or higher, which means magnum, which means grenade launcher. Yeah. Pistols. Fuck the handgun. Yeah. Bad call. Fuck <laughs> the knife on this. Yeah. I mean, people apparently do it when people do knife runs. I, I don't know, because every knife run I've seen, they run past them. And yeah, they take yeah, a Yeah, when I did a knife-only run in, in one, I just ran away. Yeah, I think that's supposed to be the strategy. when Because I don't know, how are you actually, actually supposed to do a DPS run? Like, not run, but race with a hunter and a knife. I, I just don't see it happening very well. Neither do I. So you fight them with the shotgun usually, yeah. uh, broken shotgun. Yeah. Uh, Wolf, what do you use? Shotgun, Magnum? Magnum, grenade launcher. grenade launcher, just get out of my face. I'll expend the hardest shit. I'm so done with them. And the right. worst part, I mean, is like they have a tendency to like move at the exact time your bullet is going to hit them. And I think I should make a note here that if you are going to use larger weapons, don't use the grenade launcher which I would think would be really good unless you're super close because they'll jump over it. They just love jumping over it. And it's such yeah. a pain in the ass because it's a waste of a grenade launcher yeah. round and you got hit e- anyway. Evil battle toads definitely do like to jump around. Yeah. I mean, it's quite they the get pimple. introduced though at the right time in the game, I think too. Yeah. No, yeah. They, when you can deal with them. so fucking scary. 
when you can deal with them, but they're still, you know, a menace. Because at that point, you know, you're not dealing with regular zombies. They don't matter. Like, you just, you kind of OP'd them because mm-hmm. of all the stuff that you already have. Yeah. And then you get these hunters, and you're like, all right, damn. Yeah, because, like, during that whole first part of the game, zombies, like, no sweat. I, I've already dealt with a handful of them. I know right. what to do. Right. I know their tactics. You go back. You're loaded for bear. You finish Plan 42. You feel like, that's it. I know this game. All of a sudden, the game's like, no, fuck you. You don't know shit. I, I do appreciate, though, that, like, yeah, it's it's a proper scaling as you go up. But at the same time, when you go back to the lab and there are regular zombies again, it's this nice feeling of, like, oh, wait, zombies. Okay, hold on. Like, right. it, it, it gives you an idea of just how strong you've become. You've um, become right. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess I was going to use this as a nice segue to talk about, you know, what's in the lab. But I guess you do run into something first, and a certain eagle did say he really likes this thing. So go on, state your case at why uh, why well, he's so well, important. Well, before to you. we get to the big the big boy, uh-huh. we gotta go to the little babies, which are the web spinners. Oh, I wouldn't right. notice. The, I, I don't even notice them in the guardhouse. The, you easily avoid them. Hardly they're super, even notice. <laughs> they're super easy to run away. They're usually on the wall. They do have a great look, though. Right. Well, a majority you can of literally them literally see the. See the you could see the fucking hair on the legs. Sure. Of the, of the, the web spinners. It's in the billiard room. That's where they all are. And you never have to go in there. Also the basement of the mansion. The flooded basement. Like before that flooded basement, you have the T hallway. Oh, you're so where right. Where you go to the right, there's yeah. a shotgun. They are so, there too. That wasn't in the re- they weren't in the remake, which is or in the original. That's why I got it got tripped Audience, up there. I want you to know that every time I correct Boking, I look right at Broken Chuck. Well, because every <laughs> correction has been oh wait, that was in the original. Wait. But yes, they did add them in the remake in that that little kitchen hallway, yeah. Um So uh with the web spinners out of the way, I love the presentation. The theatricality yes. of Black Tiger. Yes. Coming down the wall. Everything's webbed up. Oh, behind the Black Tiger is a knife that you, if you didn't have forethought to use the webbing to get through that door. Yes, Code Veronica notwithstanding. Right. Yeah, I know. No, thank, don't you. E- thank you. Let's not. Mm-hmm. So the Black Tiger is a squishy <clears throat> boss. It's super easy to beat. Flame rounds, Jill. A flamethrower, Chris. And you never use the flamethrower other than that fight, really. Um, it's squishy, but the the presentation, it's so fucking big. Right. It's more than half the room. It doesn't really do a lot of damage. Like, it has two attacks. It has a charge, and it has the fucking the spit of the poison. But yeah. other than that, I just like its presentation. The only other one would probably be Tyrant, because Tyrant's Frankenstein. So we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get there. Yeah, we we'll get, get to, to the, the big, big leader there. Yeah, but you know um, he's got his heart out for us. That's right. He's got his heart on his sleeve. Um, so Black Tiger, I'd say the most dangerous part about him actually uh, is not even his acid. It's not his charge. It's the fact that he keeps like procking my auto aim. That's the most annoying thing because a fun thing about this boss fight is you don't have to fight him. You can actually take that knife and just start cutting at the door behind him and just leave. You don't even Mm -hmm. need to fight Black Tiger at all. But what's really annoying is that whenever you try to 
cut the thing on the door, your character just auto-aims to where the black tiger is, and you're like, oh, fuck, like, I obviously I'm not trying to hit the giant spider with my knife, I'm trying to cut the door. And there's a way to aim without using the auto-aim, but I always fucking forget, and it's just a pain in the ass. So Black Tiger's not, like, hard by any means. He's actually super easy, but that's always the one frustration I have. Uh, so Broken Shotgun. Oh, okay. I, yeah, no. Do you want to say? No, I agree with Adrian, and the presentation is fantastic. Yeah, it's... Is this your favorite boss? What's your favorite boss? Mm. Have we got to him yet? <laughs> it's, it's, no. No, you haven't gotten to him yet. Ah, uh, so <laughs> yeah. what about you, Bone King? I forget. Do you have a favorite boss in in remake one? Well, like I feel like there's an obvious answer here, and we're we're gonna come up on it. So we're we're very uh, very okay. close. Okay, wow, <laughs> both of you like Frankenstein that much, but yeah, Black Tiger. You were saying you agree with me on the, the- theatricality of it. It was awesome, and I'm terrified of spiders, so. It's tense. Oh, it worked yeah. for Jack Handle too. He's he actually has arachnophobia and he got like terrified without even encountering it. Really. Yeah, it, it's amazing how the innate fear of insects. If you just make them big, <laughs> it scares the shit out of people. It's so weird because I feel like I'm the opposite. Like if I see a giant bug, I'm like, oh, it's like some sort of monster thing, whatever. But when I see a real, like actual bug, I'm like, ah. So I don't know. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I I love spiders, so I, I have a fascination with them. Mm-hmm. I love them as well, as long as they're just far away from me. Gotcha. All right, I so don't want them near me. Email all of your spiders over to the dude at twitter.com. <laughs> um, so after that, we deal with the spiders. We come up Wait, for air. What was, what's my Twitter handle again? I haven't said it in so long because I don't use it anymore. Fuck wow. Well, no, that's, that's a mystery <laughs> you have to solve. Backtrack your own answer. That's what you're gonna have to do, um, and in any case, uh, so we come up. Fan for air. freaks the dude at, on TikTok. Send me your TikToks of spiders. Do your best spider challenge. Yeah, there the you go. That means. Um, anyway, we pick up our fucking namesakes and we stick them in the fountain, and uh, we, we go, go to the down lab. to the lab. So we and talk about a very us. a very deadly enemy. Honestly, a very uh, it's an, a pretty crazy upgrade. Honestly, naked zombies. Um, they are just ter- they're terrifying. Really? Are we going to, are we going to talk about naked zombies and not the next enemy? Well, that joke I was taught. Yes. Obviously I'm talking about chimeras and it's so weird to me because chimeras are like truly one of the most freakier looking designs in the game. And they're just like, you don't encounter them all that much only in the lab. Yeah. But thank God for that. The, right. Those fucking cucarachas. Those fucking roaches are disgusting. What it, what are they? So, like, what's the lore? I always forget. From what I understand, there's supposed to be a reference to the Jeff Goldblum movie. Uh, the, fly? the Fly? Oh, they're the Fly. Yes, they're the Fly. And, and yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. And they're Cronenberg as fuck. They even say in one of the notes that it's based on fly DNA or something. So like it's mm. there. And, and that's okay. really what, and that's why you could sort of tell like it feels weirdly different from all the other designs in the game even in the original and i guess the remake does a good job of sort of unifying it where you have like lisa trevor and some stuff that has body horror already crimson heads are another kind of thing of body horror and then it kind of leads up to the chimera a lot better than the original where you're like what the fuck is this thing now so it's a bit yeah, different you know the more we're talking about this the more i keep thinking about how good 
remake one is. Yeah, well, it's my second favorite game. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, we did a whole fucking tier list, and we can always return we did. That. Oh shit, we we need to we need to get Broken Shotguns tier list and Jack Handles fucking tier list. That's right, and we're gonna just keep doing it right after another. We'll just alternate Jack Handle, Broken Shotgun, Jack Handle, and then we'll see who truly is the most Resident Evil. Um, anyway, back to the enemy at hand. Uh, we're dealing Chimera, with Chimera. a shotgun. Act and run away. Run yeah. away. But, oh my fucking God, when you have to walk back with that explosive yeah. fuel injector, bro. Yeah. I hate that shit. And then, you, if God help you, if you get hit. Well, see, if that's... If you get hit... Oh. But that's the genius of remake, though. So, like, yes, they had this whole element where you got to walk the bomb over that wasn't in the original. And that's a great addition, in my opinion. Now, yeah. they could have been an asshole and just had infinitely spawning chimeras and just been like, even if you kill them, they'll just keep coming. Do this mm -hmm. segment while dodging them. But they didn't. You can actually go in there before, wipe it out, then walk the bomb through. So in keeping with the game's theme of preparation... You can do that. And I I think that's a really cool element as well. Chimeras are, again, one of the other enemies where if you're prepared enough and know enough, you can actually avoid a good amount of it. Yeah. You you really only have to do kind of like two things in that area. One is the energy and the other, you know, to put the MO disc into the GameCube. I do appreciate they just drop them in there. There's no like... Yeah introductory presentation or he, you just are all of a sudden assaulted by this mass of limbs and you're like what yeah. <laughs> so i would say it probably would have been cool to get a pov of that as well because we've gotten a couple creature povs that mm. i don't know i, I would have been all right with a pov if, shot. if there that's, was that's a, a re-remake they would definitely do that i feel which they will by the way uh broken shotgun Cardo. It looks like they'll remake Resident Evil 5 next. At least that's a big rumor after 4. Yeah, fuck Code Veronica. I apparently. want Code Veronica. It needs to be better. Code Veronica could be better. Everyone you know agrees. it can. I, I wanted Code Veronica before 4. I didn't even know wanted a remake of 4, but here we are. It's fine. Whatever. God damn it. I'm not I'm and not. Then they'll, make, they'll remake 1 after 6. And then they'll remake 7. And then we'll remake two again. Just reboot because the franchise. It. And we'll just every... keep buying. Yeah. I can't we'll wait for buying. Seven's remake. I want to see what they do with Ethan. Just completely, like, I don't know, leave out the fact that he has a daughter or something. Like, I don't know. Do whatever the hell these Resi remakes do now. <laughs> Resi 6 remake is going to be lit. Anyway, we are getting horribly off topic. So back to the fucking Are we? Monster. It's Resident Evil. No, it's the monsters. <laughs> so I, I just wanted to mention that the remake does a great job in actually making it more because they could have just redesigned it and just been like no this is just what they look like now and they sort of did that because the originals were purple but you get the idea that there's a body in there somewhere like it's in got chimera yeah. yeah like red sinewy flesh and you sort of see the skull a bit with the big pale white eyes and it had that in the original and you have like little insect wings on the back right and that's what it had in the original but i just love how the remake does such a good job at like I don't know, getting the feeling of the original monster across still. So, I think it's time. Your guys' favorite. The big bad uh, ultimate bioweapon. The dictator. 
<laughs> so he has two phases. Right. His wow. first phase is super easy. Correct. He just walks. But he doesn't he doesn't need to walk, you know, that's half the presentation. He has a uh he walks and he has a like a grapple, right? Oh he slaps you so. around. I think it's a yeah, yeah it's, it's a push. A, like uh, well just, on the like, second phase he, he has a grapple. But on the first one, your first one can also be your last one if you're getting the bad ending. Cause yeah. if you get the bad ending, he doesn't show up on the helipad and you could just leave. The mansion doesn't even blow up. Yeah. Which honestly, I would love for modders to make uh where you play as hunk going in from the helipad to the front of the mansion, like fourth survivor. So there's something called resident evil containment that I've been trying to get you to play for a while now. Right. Right. No, but I mean, literally that I want remake one graphic. Oh, well then. All right, guy. Well, whatever. (laughs) It's not that fucking graphics, but you play as another member of hunk squad going in through the back door. Ayo. And you know, it's, it's pretty neat in any case. Um, I did just as usual. The modding community is way better than Capcom. I I know. I've been looked ROM hacks are a gorgeous thing. Definitely look into those. Um, speaking of hacks, Tyrant wants you down him, and you 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 know you've downed him either with a Magnum. I use obviously Magnum usually. It's like five rounds. He's down. He's super easy with a Magnum. And you think, all right, I got this. You get everything. You get you get Jill or Chris. You got your Barry, you got your Rebecca, you're going to the helipad, they go fight whatever. You're up there, you get the signal rockets, you call down Brad. Who fucking shows up as well? Mr. Big Dick himself, Tyrant. Mr. T. And he's and he's mad, bro. And that one, he's got such fucking speed. He's got frame advantage, fuck you. Well, he's now he has rooms to stretch his legs. Because before right. it was a small cramped lab, he didn't really, he was literally just born kind of thing. And yeah. now he's able to actually be his ultimate weapon self, which, you know, Not, I don't know how I feel about this fight, to be he honest. He is so Terminator. It's great. He's the Terminator. It's, it's his so His introduction bizarre. is Terminator. Huh? It's so bizarre. The Like, when we actually get to the mechanics of how Tyrant works. Um, but go ahead. Talk about the presentation, and I'll get into, like, when you no, actually like, fight him. So what do you see when, in, in the first Terminator, fucking every... Kyle Reese thinks, okay, we blew him up in the truck with a with a pipe bomb. And him and, and Sarah Connor are hugging. That's you as Jill waiting for the helicopter. The helicopter's coming. It's finally over. Boom. Who rises from underneath thinking that you killed him? Thinking he's dead. No. He fucking comes back like a crimson head. Also super fucking red. Right. And he's raring to go. He's got fucking running. He's ru- He's no yeah. longer walking. Yeah, he's running now. That's the thing. His claw is bigger, it feels like. Yeah, definitely. He has, I think, an instant kill. I think. If he, you're caught, red caution. If you're in caution around him, he can definitely. And that's part of his grapple as well, as he just stabs you. Right, like through the midsection. Yeah. But you have to be I on know, lower I, phases. I, I know there's um, the other grapple where he grabs you with his regular hand and kind of like chokes you and that where you get to do the self-defense item. But you either have Barry or Rebecca. And I'm sorry, but Barry's super outclassed uh, on Rebecca because he has a Magnum. Yeah, he's 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 fighting back with the Magnum. Chris is knocked the fuck out. Jill would be knocked out. And Rebecca, all she got is a fucking nine mil. Ain't doing dick. Um, But thankfully, Brad, you know... 
does us all a favor, drops the fucking rocket launcher as we have in every fucking game. Right. Because, you know, it's a cliche. We need to have it, right? Well, it's, it's I mean, it's a cliche, but it's also a staple of the series. Oh, uh, so, like. I'm so sorry. Uh, also, for those listening, just unload everything you have on them. The yeah. magnum, the grenade launcher. Just what if I want to save my much? ammo for There's no more. This is it. <laughs> and I have to take down <laughs> Umbrella myself. There's no, there's new no new. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I can't, bro, what if the ammo carries over to like the next playthrough? That'd be insane. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That's Resident Evil 4. Oh, well. No, well. Kinda, but in that game, it's not Kinda. really. You could just get it anywhere. It's not that big of a deal. But yeah, the, that that was our bio bestiary of Resident Evil One remake. Well, Thank hold you, on, whoa, 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 broken whoa. shotgun. I I was gonna talk about fighting him really quick. I'll oh, just speak okay. real fast. Um, in the original, it's harder to do this, but in the remake, he has this weird, like, specific ring around him where he won't attack kind of so if you get out of a specific radius he will do his run he will fucking slap you around and you don't want to do that you basically stay on his uh not sharp hand and you can the basic- normal hand yeah and the you left just side. basically rotate around him and he'll just basically Sorry, be right. constantly pivoting and then you just knife him that way and you can take him out it's a weird thing where it's like oh i want to get away but getting away is bad that's all i yeah. wanted to say <laughs> yeah you don't want to run away yeah. Dude's vicious. But I agree. Uh, this was an excellent episode, and I am so glad we had Broken Shotgun with us because we would have got crushed by the ceiling. So, Yeah, thank you for saving us in the shotgun room, man. No, of course. Of course, man. I mean, I don't want anyone being crushed. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been um, crushed if you were in here, so I'm glad. Do, do you have anything you want to plug? Anything you want to... No, I hope you guys enjoy Resident Evil 4. hope everyone's loving it because it's you know my favorite game. Yep. Yeah, so that's it. Are we what are we teasing? Um, We're teasing this this possible hot take uh analysis in the future? Is that what's going on here? I mean if you guys ever want to hear it, yeah, I would love to. But no. yeah, we could we can get into it one day for sure. Send in your All suggestions right. for a, a a show title where we <laughs> throw hot takes at each other. <laughs> uh Biohazard Battle is my pick. Spicy stars. <laughs> That's also porn related. <laughs> anyway, uh, Leon would definitely have an OnlyFans. No, it'd be Battle of the Stars, right? <laughs> oh, that's good. I mean, that's something. That's something for real. But in any case, be sure to let us know what you thought over on our Twitter. We are at Eagle and Wolf Pod. Um, you can find me at Bone King TV. And where can we find you, Egal? You can find me at Fan Freaks the Dude on TikTok. Oh. And I guess at Adrian Doodliness on Twitter, but I'm never on there. It's, you know. Yeah, cool, cool. I'm gonna just plug that right in there. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Uh, you know, once again, you've entered the world of survival horror, but now you know what to do. So have fun. Bye.